So welcome to the Land Cave. I'm Owen. I'm Patrick. We are living as nerds. We are. I'm stealing Patrick's words because we're in my house That's today. Right. He's the host this time. Yeah. <laughs> Joining, as always, it's always good to have you back yeah. in the great state yeah. of Texas. I, I love it as uh, I have to eat up all the barbecue and Mexican food while I'm here. Yeah. Um, Where'd you go? You got to. Did you get some Tex-Mex yet? I got some, uh, I got some Chewies. Yeah. I'm going did. to El Pueblito tomorrow. Yeah. Which is out in, uh, in Plano. If you haven't been there, it's awesome. I have the Lockhart's. Yeah. Uh, rodeo goat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to go a little bit more. So <laughs> obscure. Obscure. If you've been to Rodeo Goat, Rodeo Goat is great though. Some great, great burgers. So if you got a car, you can go to Velvet Taco. Can't. Yeah. I do. I do have a car, so I could hit that up. I may. Uh, I may have time to do that for lunch. Yeah. May have to do that on Friday. It's, it's but, good stuff. Uh, you know. For those of you who don't know, tech that like the Metroplex yeah. is second, if not. At on par with with um, Manhattan when it comes to food per capita and uh, quality, it's it's been like ranked right up there. I would say first, but I haven't been to Manhattan. So. I I have, and I I will say that Manhattan has more of the touristy stuff, so yeah. I feel like that throws it out completely. I would say like a big or like a difference that I've seen in like our great city versus mm -hmm. uh, other like super popular like it seems like you don't need as a reservation to go to as many good places. Yes, yes, I would. I would like say if you're going to like top tier, mm -hmm. yeah, you need a reservation. But like if you're just going to like your cat, like not something that's like above Chewy's somewhere sure. in there, like that. That good dining, yeah. You do, I can just walk in. You walk in, yeah, yeah, yeah. There may be a slight wait, but like, if yeah, if you're in Manhattan, if you've ever been to Manhattan, you go to those places that are really off the chain. Yeah, it's like it's an hour wait, or it's only reservations. Yeah, and, no, can't. Yeah, so, and so we just have more space here. Of course, much much more space. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you didn't hear, you didn't come here to talk about uh, food. That we we'll probably we'll probably talk we'll about. Always it, talk so. about food. But, Talk about nerdy stuff and live like we said, we live in as nerds. Talk about gaming, movies, all kinds of fun stuff. I even put a book story in there today. What? That'll be fun. Um, we actually do read, by the way. Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> you know, I I I actually feel a little bad because I haven't read any this year. Like last you year. I, I normally no, I normally okay. set a goal of one book per month. Okay. And with the kid, I put my free time into video games instead. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, whereas I had time to do both before. That's true. Now it's like, if he goes to bed, I get like an hour of gaming in, yeah. and then yeah. I like chill, and I just go to bed like without the book. Yeah. Um, so I need to get back to it. Have you read anything? Sure. Uh, I am reading The Whisper Man right now, okay. which is uh, it's, a, it's a thriller kind of, okay. kind of thing, which uh, the wife read, and, and now I'm reading it, uh, borrowed it. Um, but I'm I'm behind on my reading because yeah. I, I meant to. I'm, we were doing a practice of reading every single reading every night before bed. Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't uh, watch TV before bed. We'll read. Yeah. Uh, decompress. It's good for your eyes. Very good. Great for your eyes. Great for your mental health. Else to decompress. Yeah. Um, lately, I've been uh, and again, I know this isn't good for me, but I've been cruising like Emger and other things and. You know, I know it's not good for me, so yeah. I'm getting back into reading. Um, you know, whether it's my Kindle or an actual book, either way, it's, I go with it's the Kindle. It's right there. Actually. It's oh, yeah. uh, Kindle Paperwhites or right whatever. before New Year, I was on the second book of the Name of the Wind okay. thing, and then that's where I don't feel bad that I haven't finished that yet because yeah. the third book doesn't exist yet. So he's got a George R. R. situation going on yeah. where like they've been waiting for like that third book forever. Yeah. Um, I know you've been here this yeah. week, but we have, we didn't talk last week about anything that you've been playing. Yeah, well, uh, I have been playing. I think we've been talking about Metal Gear Solid. I'm uh, I 
am halfway through Metal Gear Solid Five. Cool. And I realized that because I was thinking, did I just beat the game? And it's like, nope, end of chapter one. Yeah. Oh, that's what's going on. I knew a lot of the plot already. I don't um, know how many chapters I did. I think I'm pretty sure it's two. Oh, okay. Uh, I played some Baldur's Gate. I think I told you, I told you about that. Yeah. Um, Switch port. It's just, it's it's weird to me bringing that into into playing on switch where i can totally see this working better with a mouse and keyboard yeah um which has hasn't been bad but i've been, been playing that uh but yeah mostly mostly some uh, some metal gear and uh i'm i'm just anticipating final fantasy and a few others i need to jump into my uh backlog a little bit more like you are yeah so i'm doing uh, i was trying to like think of a name for it so i finally came out with blo- uh, backlog blowout yeah and this is just leading up to final fantasy 7 i'm doing it for no reason other than the <laughs> fact that like there's a couple new games that have come out this mm-hmm. year that have been interesting to me sure. where i'm like i kind of want to play there's mm-hmm. there's a kentucky route zero and i wanted to play kakarot but then i'll just wait for that to go on black friday sale but so again managing time where you're like am i going to actually play this versus i'll play it later and it's more it just came down to i'm so excited about final fantasy that i just don't want to buy anything else right now (laughs) and just be like final fantasy is still three months away and while i'm still like that Mm -hmm. at least in this way the the games are already like i'm playing stuff that i specifically bought at one point or another I was like, I want, I, mm-hmm. like, it's not like a Steam game where I'm buying it on sale. Like, I, I specifically want to play this, yes. so I have it downloaded already yep. to either my PS4 or my Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one was on Switch. I beat uh, just a couple days ago Ori and the Blind Forest. That's great. That's I, I played it on Xbox yeah. and, and absolutely loved it. I did. I So, like, I kept comparing it to Celeste. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I probably like Celeste a little bit more, um, but just will, in like a feel perspective. Yeah, of... I, I didn't like the safe thing of Ori. That pro- that's probably the thing that just annoyed yeah, me the most. Yeah. Where like if I ran out of blue orbs, because I'm not I'm not a great gamer. Like I just don't have those skills yeah. anymore. Yeah. Uh, if I ran out of blue orbs, I, and I died at a part where I had actually made like significant progress mm-hmm. without getting a blue orb drop, mm-hmm. I just lost all that progress whereas like celeste is like a you know a frame is a set piece and then once you beat that set piece it's over yeah um but the art is Mm -hmm. fantastic and as you if you were listening at the beginning of the stream or i don't know if he's going to be able to put it in the recording or Mm -hmm. not probably because it's owned music but it's playing a little bit of the ori soundtrack there's a great i'll probably snip that just so we don't get hit yeah copyright a great like i don't know serene the right word like it's a just a chill Real chill soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm glad that I played it. Yeah. I'm really glad that Microsoft put it on on Switch so that I could play. Uh, I played it both in handheld mode, which if you're gonna play it on Switch, I don't recommend that because Joy Cons and the jumping precision yes. that you need. Like if you played Celeste in on Joy Cons, it'll kill your hands. Get that Pro controller for that. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, I did play some Far Cry Four, by the way. Cool. Which I I um, realized I had barely played i just played that with my nephew this week with the the pink suit on the cover right yeah Yeah. so i realized i didn't play as much of it as i did three and five yeah um but yeah i i enjoyed that i i feel like five improved on a lot and i feel like other than the villain because troy baker is amazing in four i feel like three was a better overall game did you play the villain yeah no okay i didn't know that yeah he's everywhere man um (laughs) 
before I move on mm -hmm. to the other thing, I started playing a different game, but uh, I did read actually today. I put it on the the Land Cave page. Mm -hmm. I know some people saw that. Um, which you can always go to facebook.com slash landcave where I post lots of things, especially today because PAX East is going on, so there's been a lot of news. Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, they announced that they got rid of the orb feature oh. and turned it to automatic saves. Okay, good. And they, they also said it's heavily inspired by Zelda, which made it more intriguing for me, but then I got sad that it's going to be on just Xbox and PC at first. Yeah. So if it's coming to Xbox One, I'm tempted yeah, I, I could I could sub to Game Pass for a month and play that. I'd, I'd probably grab it. And spe speaking of Xbox, I feel like we can pivot into that though, because yeah. uh, we did get um, I almost said leak. It's not a leak. We like Xbox just straight up said we're going to drop some news on you. We're going to drop some specs on you about the Xbox One Series X because they've been talking buzzwords. Yeah. And I will say some of the things in here sound it's like buzzwords, but it's it's more they are telling you about it, but. Now we're getting into more. We're getting into more than just the numbers. There are other aspects to the game, to other than just how much RAM, other than how the CP, how the CPU is. By the way, fifteen teraflops, right? Twelve. Twelve teraflops. Okay. Still really floppy. Good. The flippy floppies. Very flippy are, floppy. Are good. To this day, even like people that are more knowledgeable than yeah. me in the industry. Uh, don't know what a teraflop is, so I don't feel bad that I don't really understand. Like, I get it. I know that it's, like, yeah. graphical comparison. They Like, they compared it to uh, some PC stuff where, like, it's somewhere... It's above a 1080 Ti, yes. which was cool. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I know a lot of PC people that will kind of crap on it. But at the same time, whenever you're thinking about what the Xbox and PlayStation, for that matter, what all consoles can do mm -hmm. versus PCs is that PCs don't have, like, they have to do so many other things, whereas a console literally just has to run its basic operating system in the video game, so they're Correct. allowed to get more out of it. Correct. It's it's more efficient, and, and also PC gamers forget that the majority of developers, you're playing to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. So when it comes to the consoles, you're they are going to make your game, even if it's a PC only game for the most part, yeah. they're still playing around those specs, the expected specs. Um, and there's also because it's one platform or in some cases multi platform maybe yeah. two, that you Ubiquity allows for easier efficiency and allows those games to run more efficiently when it comes to playing the games. But there are some great things in here. We've been talking about ray tracing for a while. They did mention, um, you know, on in regards to more realistic uh, environments as well as audio, yeah. which is so subtle. People don't really pick up on, on those things, but it's extremely important. One of my favorite parts here is variable rate shading. This is going to be one of the, we talk about ray tracing a lot, but variable rate shading is going to be the most subtle aspect to this that's going to get the most bang out of your buck because out of efficiency, that's going to allow them to shade a specific, you know, if you, if you read what they're actually saying, if you, if you translate what that really means is they can make a main character who's in the foreground, yeah. they can worry about, they can work on that and not have to worry as much about the background and be able to okay. shade them separately, be able to, again, work more efficiently so they can make that character, the facial mo movement and everything like that, focus in on that and not have to focus on everything equally. Yeah. It's going to be something that you're not going to notice, but if they, but you're going to notice it. It's, it's subtle. It's probably going to be, I mean, it'll probably be one more of those things where it's like when 1080p was starting to happen and then the 4K. Like, if you're on a 720p TV, for yeah. example, which that old baby sure. right there is 720. Um, 
if you're on a 720p, it probably it looks fine. It it's looks fine. good. And then you move up to a 1080p, and then you try and go back. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, like, when you get this new level of graphics on your console, especially if you're a console player and not a PC player. Mm -hmm. If you're a PC player, you probably are, are just fine. You're talking about refresh rates and stuff, about 144, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, no, we get it. <laughs> but from a console perspective, like, it'll be one of those things where, like, you're playing on your Xbox Series X, and then you go over to your friend's house who still has the Xbox One S or sure. something like that. And it's you, you could probably play the same exact game even, and it's not going to be... Yeah. Um, I mean, you're gonna notice. You're yeah. just gonna be like, "Hey, still looks great." It's yeah. just it could look It's a better. subtle. It's a subtle difference. Uh, I would yeah. say similar to 1080 versus 4K, depending on the screen size. Yeah. Obviously, if you have a larger TV, you can notice 4K more. But if you have a 720, I know you guys can't see this in here, but is that a 26 inch? 30? That is a 21. 21. Okay, it's a little further away from me, so I thought yeah. it was around 26. Uh, 21 inches, 720. It's not going to be bad for watching some Netflix and different things like that. We have one in our in our craft room, similar. Yeah. 20, I think it's 26 inches or so. But the idea is a 720 because it's dirt cheap and it really doesn't matter. Yeah. We're just throwing some Hulu and Netflix or whatever on there. But when it comes to having your main larger larger screen, you're going to notice that. But I think they did a study where it's over 32 inches. If it's under 32 inches, if it's 1080 versus 4K, your eyes can't tell the difference. Yeah. Because the screen's smaller. Similar to the Switch. The Switch isn't 1080. No. But it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. At all. The things that. One. Before I mention the thing that really stood out to me is awesome. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I will say is they don't mention storage levels they don't mention ram levels like whenever they were talking specs they didn't really get into any but the spec that came up with the ssd that mm. is the most interesting to me and the yeah. most awesome sounding is quick resume not just for one game which but multiple yep. games that's the first thing that i messaged you that's back awesome. so he messaged he messaged me the, the specs about it saying hey hey this came out and it's the first thing that i responded with him because when when you it's not a lot of time no. right but when you pull up your playstation 4 or whatever and and you say i'm gonna resume the game cool if whitney takes over i'm, I'm gonna let her play her game that's fine oh. but there is a moment where i'm thinking oh, i'm gonna have to wait like 30 seconds yeah or a minute for my game to load now with the new solid state drives and everything we well, are gonna did have, i save did i save yeah but not as big of a deal these days with the auto save it feature, really it really isn't like it still could just be like a thing of like yeah. it happened the other day where i was at the very end of ori mm. and it's there's it's one of its many escape sequences but it's the last escape sequence and she wanted to do ring fit sure and i was like whatever i'm gonna lose probably like 10 minutes of my time yeah well, i don't care like yeah. it's worth it it's worth <laughs> it it's not worth a fight no <laughs> there would be there would, whatever there would, would be a fight. there would There's be not, a fight there I, would, I, we're way too casual about yeah, that same. about that kind of thing but like it would be a thing like it wasn't worth me getting annoyed at for losing that but in this case of multiple games it's like yeah no problem i'll resume uh, you know i'll resume whenever yeah. you're done yeah. right now it's between because i said metal gear solid and play metal gear solid 5 whitney's playing red dead redemption 2 nice. which is so wonderful and, and a b to load yeah it is so she, so when she quick loads it's like this is fantastic because i think it's like two and a half or three minutes it's just so, waiting on that load so screen long. just like grand theft auto the world is so large the amount of assets that it's loading yeah. for it to be able to play properly um but yeah that's the solid state was was great quick resume was great everything that i'm seeing on here is is wonderful this paired with um we talk about game pass yeah 
And the other aspect that I think is amazing, and I feel like Sony has to do this, yeah. which is to say that Xbox, they've said, if you're buying a game on, uh, I believe it's digitally is how they're, they're finding this out, which is if you buy a game digitally that is also going to be on the next Xbox Series X, that you're going to be able to play it, you're going to play that version on the Xbox Series X or the Xbox One. Uh, so if I bought something now that is coming out in that version, which Cyberpunk also mentioned this. Yeah. Cyberpunk was the, was the first developer to mention it, but Xbox is basically saying, look, I don't want people to buy have to buy the game multiple times, where you and I you know, support our developers. I've bought Metal Gear Solid Five twice yeah. because of that reason. Bought it on PlayStation 3, bought it on PlayStation 4. I bought yeah. Grand Theft Auto like three times. But if I, I Final Fantasy Seven, one, two, three, four, five, six times. Yeah, I think I'm at four or so. <laughs> uh, hold on, I think five if you count that I bought it twice went on PlayStation, on original PlayStation. I bought um, it on PS One Classic. Uh-huh. I bought it on PlayStation. I bought it again on PlayStation because uh, somebody broke it. Yeah. Broke one of my. Uh, I lost my, a disc. Broke my disc one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I bought it on Switch. I bought it on PlayStation Four. I bought it on PC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so again, it's it's not only being able to have access to it, but but also to support. It's. Uh, I bought Final Fantasy VII remake twice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, I was going to say, I was going to say, and Nintendo, Nintendo. If you did this with Ocarina of Time, yeah, we would also be buying it everywhere because I bought it on the 3DS. I bought it on my N64. Yeah. Um. I've I bought uh bought Wind Waker twice. Wind Waker twice. Yeah. Twilight twice. Yeah. Uh. So, but the cool thing is that from a first party perspective, Xbox, because you just mentioned like the first developer, yes. Microsoft is a developer. Correct. Like they they said all of their first party games. Yeah. Are going to transfer over, and yeah. then as a third party thing, which is a cool thing yeah. for CD Projekt Red to do. They said if you buy Cyberpunk on, um, on current gen, yeah. they yeah. I, I think they said I think they just said next gen yes. and didn't blanket it to Xbox. Sure. So they said you'll get the next gen version. Yeah, which what that to me that is allowing comfort for people to understand. First of all, we're on yeah. in here for the long run. Second of all, if you want to play the game now, play the game now. Enjoy it. You don't have to worry about paying for it twice. I mean, we're not talking about paying for games multiple times to brag. We're just saying like we love gaming that much and those specific I games do it. that much that I'm like I can't. I, I have to I have to play it. Final Fantasy on Switch? Yes, I'm going to play Final Fantasy 7 on Switch. Um and we're, we're doing that because we love those games so much, but some people are not able to do that or yeah. they or they have to decide, do I want to play Cyberpunk again or do I want to pay for something else? Yeah. Why not already have it in your library? Just keep playing it. Um, this is a new, we were talking about like subscription services and software and everything. That's, the, that's what it is going to be for the next generation. Uh, it's no longer, it's no longer all about first party uh, yeah. or all about exclusivity. Yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah, and I feel like Sony's still going to have an exclusivity thing, and Nintendo's always, it's just, yeah. it's uh, a thing of whether it's going to be cross-gen or not, and I actually don't know if I included... Yeah. And if those games are going to be something you want to go for, because I know some gamers who play PC and Xbox and use Game Pass to, yeah. to play both, and they're like, yeah, I know you've got you know the, the Horizons and stuff, but I'm happy with doing what I'm doing. Good for you. And I want to just pivot into this. I'm going to jump around the sure. sheet a little bit, but pivoting into it just because we're talking about next gen versus cross gen or whatever. Uh, Square actually came out um, yesterday, mm-hmm. I believe, and they said that they will not be making next gen exclusives for some time. So that means 
everything that we know of, at least, I'm sure that there's something in development that's yeah. that's next gen. But like everything that we know of in development is going to both be on current and next gen mm -hmm. uh, hardware. So mm -hmm. they that doesn't surprise me, but it surprised me a little bit. I'm I am I'm still surprised that they particularly haven't been locked down to an exclusive contract with Sony, who they usually pair with. But sure. I'm surprised we aren't hearing more of that. I'm, I'm, I'm no, I know we probably will later this year. We'll probably hear about those exclusives. Yeah. But Square particularly, I, I am I'm surprised that they're doing that. But it also may be a waiting game. That may be a business decision for them to say, well, and see what happens. I think, it, I think it speaks increasingly to the fact that this isn't as big of a tech jump uh, like uh, as history like there's a the the things that that Patrick mentioned about the Xbox Series X those are all nice things they are they're not things where it's like pushing the medium forward specifically like you can there's a there's even still PS3 games that look almost as good as PS4 games they there's do. still some 360 yeah. games that look almost as good yeah. whereas in this one I think everything is really just going to be it's probably going to look pretty similar to what we're seeing on ps4 and xbox one but it's going to run better it'll run better it'll like i, said, I mentioned efficiency like 15 times here but yes yeah, yeah. it's gonna be more efficient and to the graphics hogs to the to the pc gamers and to the people who are really looking for it yeah they're going to be like oh that's beautiful but you know what you've been playing horizon wendy's been playing red dead these games are gorgeous. Final Fantasy VII Remake looks 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 the best wonderful. looking game I've ever seen in my it, life. It looks wonderful. <laughs> I've cried so Yeah, far. yeah. There's 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 bias, and then even taking out the bias, <laughs> that opening I've, cinematic yeah. was tears. I've seen people who are like, you know, I'm not a big Final Fantasy VII fan, or maybe they're a bigger fan of, of eight or nine or whatever the heck they are. But yeah, but they'll say, you know what, this looks amazing. But we are going to see it's going to be it's going to be more efficient. We're going to see subtlety that our eyes will then have learned. Will we have learned? Like you, you mentioned, yeah. going from uh, you know 1080 to 4K or refresh rate, yeah. uh, different things like that. I've seen some people who are saying, "Oh, this is probably going to be 8K capable." Who cares? It the PS5 is supposed to be 8K capable. Series X, they mentioned that it will support up to 120 frames, which is good for you for your shooters. It's good for shooters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just don't think there's going to be huge differences. But what this also told me is that that means that for those of you who have a PlayStation 4 uh, and are getting Final Fantasy VII Remake and maybe you're like, I don't know if I'm going to jump to PS5 right away, that means you're probably going to get at least Final Fantasy VII Remake 2 or whatever they end up calling it. Yeah. I bet that's going to be on PS4. Yeah. Um, and then probably subsequently Xbox One. I wonder if they do another year of exclusivity or not. But whenever I, I was reading some comments on this mm -hmm. and they were like, you know, you know, this, this is Square just trying to make money. And I was like, or whenever you look at it, there is around 200 million yeah. consoles out there, current gen yeah. consoles out there. Like, oh, yes, that's money. But at the yeah. same time, it's like, well, let's support all these people who already have the console anyway. You like, are, you, yeah. you're just widening the margin of like people you can sell to, Correct. which again is money. But at the same time, it's saying like, hey, we want you to play our games. Also, you don't necessarily need to move on yet. Yes. Yes, and no, and, and I agree. Your two hundred billion, you know, uh, uh, users already ready to buy your game, who we don't know how well the PlayStation Five and the Xbox are going to sell. We don't know if this is going to be how slow people will adopt as yeah. opposed to pre to previously price point as well as that subtlety and jump may and 
the lack of exclusives may mean we don't see that big boost. Yeah. Um, one thing that wasn't uh, in the in the news here, I won't go on too much of a tang- tangent on, is uh, about uh, GameStop. There's a lot of ga- rumors about what's going on with GameStop, and um, there's another rumor about the possible delay of the uh, consoles due to the coronavirus. I'm not going to go into that because we don't really know. Yeah. Uh, but I will say that a company like GameStop that relies on new con- on those new console sales yeah. and stuff, if and they're already doing terrible. They're already doing terrible. And I don't think that... I think that, one, I think most people are going to uh, pre-order via Amazon or something like that. You could pre-order GameStop or whatever. I'll pre-order wherever I can get one. Yeah, wherever I can get a PlayStation 5. But but either way, I don't think as many people this console generation were going to adapt day one or month one as the previous generation, as the generation before that. Yeah. It's, Don't worry, we will. We will, but there. But I'm saying that uh, it's not that they're going to be a failure. Yeah. I think it's going to be a slower adaptation, especially with the developers saying, "You know what? We got you. We yeah. got you. You got PlayStation Four. It's fine. Xbox One X. You got. You're fine. Some yeah, great keep consoles. It. Keep it. I'm keeping mine. This is going to be the first time that I'm not trading in a, like that gen. Yeah. I know there's some people who keep all your consoles, and that's honestly really yeah. smart of you. We have a friend of ours that literally keeps like everything he's ever gotten, and yes. his collection is beautiful. I, we love it. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, <laughs> from like my perspective in the this this situation and everybody's situation is different but like you know i have a kid now it's mm-hmm. like i just don't have time to keep up with a game collection but this yeah. ps4 that i'm gonna be able to show him games on the yes. PS4. i have over 300 playstation 4 games yep i so i will say i've talked about my my history of consoles and selling them or not getting them or whatever yeah. but i have my wii u I have my PS3. Yeah. I have uh, I have them in the closet. Yeah. So I can play them if I want. Yeah. They're not cabled up. Uh, the, the PlayStation 4. I will say the PlayStation 4. When I get my PlayStation 5, the PS4 is going to go in my office. I think yours is probably going to. I'm going to. I'm going to hopefully stream more to our Facebook sure. channel with the PS4 right here because yeah. it's hooked up. Yeah. It's the same situation here. I'm going to have it ready to go because I have my PlayStation. I'll have my PlayStation 5 then. Um, replacing it my xbox uh xbox 360 the only reason that i sold that was because my xbox one took took over there i'm like why do i need the initial hardware from a collector's perspective yeah now i do miss um i will say i miss guitar hero yeah i should have kept it on for my guitar hero (laughs) we use the only thing that i've kept and that's because it's a zelda box it has it has twilight princess on it it has wind waker on it it has link to the past on it it has uh, Oracle on it, like the big from the eShop, and they're all just sure. sitting there installed. Yep. And so if I ever do get that hankering, I can't just go. It's my Zelda box. Sure. And so um, there's also a lot that you can do with a Wii U if you're willing to. Oh, to, to do a to little do bit do of modding and I, such. And yeah. I'm not because yeah. it's a it's the Zelda edition Wii U, so I'm also just not going to mess with. Oh, it. Oh sure. Um, Mine's not. Mine is the black one, but it's not the Zelda. But edition, that's the only so. one that I've kept so far. But I am going to be keeping this gen. I'm going to be keeping uh, that old. Uh, we have the Gen 1 Xbox One still, and that's still going to be kept because, like, if I... That's another thing where it's, like, you know, as he gets a couple years older, like, I want to get Game Pass, Phil has made it increasingly yeah. uh, apparent that the Xbox One is going to be supported for the next mm-hmm. two years at least. Yeah. And I imagine if they put the xCloud app on it, it could keep on going. Yeah. I, I've been wondering about that. Um I'm I'm really curious about that. What Ted's like first console is going to be? Not his right. first memory, yeah. Because we know he's going to be playing games prior to having those long term memories and everything. Yeah. But 
But um, obviously, you know, like the, one, the first one that I give him, as opposed to like you're using Dad's console. Yeah. Uh, that'll be oh, it. oh, that, well, that's that's the, oh, you mean the first con- game console that he get, that is his own? Yeah. Sure. Who knows what that's going to be? Like PS6. It, it might, or well, or it might be <laughs> a, a switch. Well, the way that the way that the generations are working now, it may be a hand-me-down PS5. Yeah. Where he can play a PS6 games anyways or whatever. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, his first like my first memories of gaming. We're playing on Atari is my brother's Atari. But the first console that I had was given to me by him, but it was an yeah. NES. The first one that I got was the NES. Yeah. And that was again, that was it was the family NES, but then my but my brother aged out of it and my sister didn't care. So S- similar. it just became mine. Similar. Atari was never mine, but I would play Pitfall and stuff like that yeah. with him. Anyway. So let me let me ask you, with yeah. this there's a whole bunch of people saying things about next gen, but there's one giant company that is not saying anything, and we do have a piece of news from them, but uh, they didn't announce anything. But I want to get I want to get your pulse. Sure. How are you? Are you worried that Sony's not saying anything? Are you fine with Sony not saying anything? Where are you at? Well, with the with, with the next gen. Yeah. Or? Just the fact that they're still silent. I think that Sony knows the their their. They already won this generation. Sure. They have so many people baked in and ready. I think that they know they can wait a little bit. It does bother me that we're almost finished with February. Yeah. And we didn't get anything. So we're going to have to get something next month. Yeah. Um, I'm Maybe. not I'm not worried. I'm really not worried, though. This is a different era. This is a different... I mean, we're talking about a console generation, but nowadays versus eight years ago when the others were, were announced and launched and everything... Yeah. It's it's a different mindset where you know, we're we're in a situation now where you can announce something five months prior, sure, and you're going to be fine. You're still going to get it, even with the PlayStation. I don't think they're going to wait that long. I don't think they're going to wait till like an E3 window. I think it's going to be prior to E3. I think you're probably right. Here, I think they're being a little cocky, uh, but at the same time, when I've seen a whole bunch of people that are like, "Man, Sony's really like crapping the bed on this," and like, I don't agree. Only because Xbox mm-hmm. has to sell you some things. They yes. have to, and they're doing a fantastic job. They're killing it. Their marketing is awesome right yeah. now. All those people deserve a raise yeah. at the moment because yeah. they are having a great beginning of the year and getting people hyped about the next gen mm-hmm. of Xbox. And as much as I would love for Sony to be getting me hyped, I've been hyped. Yeah. I've been hyped. That's what I meant. We're yeah, we're already tapped in. We've we've talked on here as as when it comes to the consoles yeah. that we play. We don't play Xbox as much, but at the same time, I haven't played mine in, a, in quite a while. But at the same time, we know how good that product is. Yeah, and with everything else, everything that they're announcing, not just for this generation but for next generation, we know that they're going to be okay. Yeah, it, it's not going to be an, a failure for for Microsoft. Yeah. Um, I hope it's going to be under uh, at or under five hundred dollars. Though that's the only question of. I think they're willing to eat it uh, more yeah. than Sony would be. Yeah, um, they need to. They need to. If they can go, if if somebody can hit the four fifty, because like the last console, the well, PS four was three ninety nine, yeah. and I don't think that that's going to happen based on the hardware. But um, where I'll start to get concerned a little bit, and even then, I probably still won't be too too concerned. But we still have two huge games. Yeah. Um, we have one game that is first party also that's not as huge, but it'll probably like well, they'll probably hype us up for it a little bit. But we have Final Fantasy VII Remake, and we have The Last of Us Two. Yep, Ghost that, of Tsushima is not 
it's I, I'm excited about it, but it's, it's not. It's, it's definitely like yeah. it's definitely like yeah. there's a level of those two games are holy crap. Yeah. And then this game is like, well, I really like Sucker Punch. Yeah. And Sucker Punch made infamous for those who don't know. Um, they're great. But the, but you are correct. Yeah. yeah. Last of Us Two is going to be one of the best selling, if not the. I think Grand Theft Auto Five Seven too. But, I know. Uh, this. This year, I, I'm interested to see at the end of the year who sold more copies, Last of Us or Final Fantasy, because they're both console exclusive for a year. Yeah. Uh, well, Last of Us is console exclusive, period. Final Fantasy VII is exclusive for a year. I think Last of Us 2 is going to going to get it because the first one was such a huge game and a recent game. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VII, you're still going to get some, you're still going to get the sales, yeah. gonna, but, but I feel like Last of Us, and I'm saying that as <laughs> we're huge Final Fantasy VII fans. But I feel like Last of Us 2 is going to... I think both gonna... sell at least 10 million. Yeah. Um, but where I'll get concerned is after Last of Us 2, there's going to be that little... There's going to be the hype going from Final Fantasy 7 to Last of Us 2, and then there's that period after, which was previously... I th- I'm trying to think of release dates now. I think it was previously going to feel like, like Cyberpunk, and even though Cyberpunk's not an exclusive, yeah. it's still just a huge game sure. to suck up the, yeah. the, the, the air. Yeah. <laughs> If we're not hearing anything by the time the hype of Last of Us Two is kind of dying down, where that that we're we're getting into summer now, yeah. which is when Ghost of Tsushima is yeah. supposed to come out, uh, and we still haven't heard anything, that's where I'll be yeah. like, uh, "What are you guys doing?" Okay, there is no way Sony's going to wait until that long. In my opinion, I I I, I cannot see Sony waiting that long before something. Before and they may not put out full on uh, specs like this. Yeah. Maybe they will put out their version of what Xbox did in the fall, which was, "Here's what we're excited about the next generation of our console. Here's some people talking about how great it is to develop to it. Yeah. We'll at least get that. We may not get the full on specs, but Sony will not be able to stay silent that long. I hope not. Yeah. Uh, only, only just because I want to hear it. Like you know, it's more just like. I'm I'm not worried, but I also just I'm excited. I was chomping at the bit for any info, which is where this week's thing came out, where Xbox gave us a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, we saw a patent uh, being filed mm-hmm, for the PS5 mm-hmm. controller, where uh, in addition, so what was previously announced in the Wired article that everybody should go read um, from a few months ago was previously we've talked about the PS5 controller having. Um, uh, next level feedback in terms of like the the haptics, the haptics and yeah. haptic trigger yeah. and like be, things being reactive and that's cool. Now we're seeing a patent for biometric sensors. Yeah. I don't know what you could like. I, I mean, I know what you can do with that. Uh. Okay, I know what Sony and others have been talking about doing with it. Sure. But not many people are going to buy it from a perspective of I want like there were, there were some developers and other people talking about again this is talking about uh, the tech aspect and saying well we could have a game gauge how excited you are or or time a, a scare or uh, whatever it is and, yeah. and I'm like okay but who who is going to buy it for that reason no. a very it's very sh- very very small amount of people. This is uh, this is going to be about health and fitness and, and that, that, in my opinion. Well, what I thought of was not just like a not just a reaction to a scary movie, but like or a scary game. Yeah. But imagine a scary game reacting off of your thing, like like having I don't know how I, I don't we don't know anything, I, at least I don't know anything yeah. about game programming. Yes. But imagine 
where like there's like a tense thing and it can feel like your heart is starting to like mm-hmm. res a little bit and it reacts to that. Yes. Where like, hey, if you're That's like, if I mean. you're too chill, yeah. If you're too chill, it's like, oh, we're gonna hit you with a jump scare now. Yeah. Or if like you're, if you're right overly, when you start relaxing, yeah. then they hit you. Or, or if you're like not relaxing enough, maybe they maybe they tone it down a little bit. Maybe like the because you have to have that. Uh, yeah, maybe the monster box slows down on giving you some new things. Like there, there's there's stuff in there where yes. that's pretty fascinating. It, it that, and that's what I was kind of getting at. It could be used for that, but the question is, will people will people uh, specifically get? So who who will buy a game that is that buys a horror game that wants to buy a game specifically one that's going to react that way? I think it'd be fascinating, but I'm not going to buy a, a lot peripheral. Of that would do that. I'm not going to. But you're going to buy a peripheral just for that. And nothing I mean, else. You know me. I don't play those games. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> I do. Like I am. I am like this close to going back and replaying. Uh, um, uh, what's wrong with me? Resident Evil Seven again. Because I just I loved the way that it was paced. I loved the way that it scared me. You have VR, don't you? I do. Did you play it in VR? I haven't. Oh, that's what you should. Do. I know. <laughs> and, I, and I played the game, and it already freaked me out. Like without playing, because I have a sur- I have surround sound. I I played it in the I played it at night, and it already got to me. But playing it in VR, there is a psychological aspect. When you play in VR, you put some headphones on, you are isolating yourself. And I will say, unless you are having have amazing headphones. Amazing headphones versus an amazing surround sound system. The surround sound system is always going to be better. However, there's a psychological aspect to isolating yourself in VR with headphones, with and that becomes your reality. Yeah. There is a there are a, a, there is a, uh, a a lag of time where you know you're not really doing whatever you're doing, but after about 15, 20, 30 minutes, yeah. that becomes your reality. So when something comes up from the side of you your your brain reacts as if it's actually happening to you and i think it'd be amazing to play in vr pair that with that peripheral would be phenomenal but would i buy the peripheral just for that or would it have to be a um not you know i know we fit was uh was a huge uh sell when it came to sales yeah would it be a peripheral that i buy for one thing and then i don't i don't get to use it for anything else yeah i th- i do think it's cool that it is an attachment versus yes. like uh something because it's something where it's like maybe like, you know there's some people who are also just like i don't want you to have my you know heart rate information, even yeah. though it's even though i don't think it's the most private information in the world i get it um because there's things there's other things that i think that you could do with that biometric information in terms of again you can see like how reactive stuff is yeah the other thing that i think it's all but been confirmed i don't think they've actually come out and straight up said yeah. it that psvr2 is happening yeah it's they haven't straight up said it, but it's going to happen. Um, I don't think it's going to come at launch now, though. Originally, I thought it was going to launch day and date, and that would have been dope. Yeah, uh, to drop a thousand dollars on a Sony product and be like, "Hey, dear, drop yeah. Just, I'm just going to be over here. Sorry, not sorry, but but thankfully, <laughs> I, made, I made my own savings. But we account. have, <laughs> but we have wives that understand that. Yeah. we you know we are responsible for those kind of things, and we and we don't, we are not. Uh, spin responsibility exactly yes. not only that but but we don't we don't play uh games and get addicted to or immersed in whatever at the detriment of our lives and yeah. at the detriment of our family lives yes. so there's that's important as well not just about spending but spending time with your with your fan, friends and family and everything um one of my friends i think i told you about this one of my friends in in florida um was chatting with her i didn't think she was a gamer it turns out she had a world of warcraft addiction and like she doesn't play a lot of games now because she was like I spent X amount of years 
and I didn't see people and I missed out on events. So balance. It's all about balance. Yeah, and you know, at the same time, do what you want to do. Do what you but want to do. If it is a, if there's ever a thing where it's impacting, uh, yeah, emotions, money. You know, we're not counselors here. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, we did have, by the way, in that down, uh, down note. By the way, we did get news of uh, the uh, Konami Code's programmer, yeah. the the creator of the Konami Code. I want to try and get his has, name correctly. Passed away. Yeah, I, I because you know, I because I haven't. You've probably never heard of this guy, and that's okay. But so he created the Konami Code, which is the uh, Kazuhisha Hashimoto. I, I was going to say Hisa, yeah, but Hashimoto, yeah. yeah. Uh, he has passed, and it's just more like an everybody felt it kind of thing because, again, like it's part that's, of my childhood. That's like the most famous cheat code of all time. He did something in his day to day life that 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 we all know, that we yeah. all recognize. You say that Konami Code. I read uh, I read a thing from like a prior interview where he said where the reason that the code exists was he was porting uh, Gradius from arcade to NES mm-hmm. and he couldn't beat it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I hadn't heard that, but I knew that it was something like that. Like, he, and he, he even says like, obviously, I'm not going to be able to beat it because I guess you know he didn't make the game. Sure, it's, I never, I don't, rem- I mean, I have played, yeah. but the original Gradius is apparently really hard. Yeah, it is. And so he put the code in there to help him port the game yeah. over. <laughs> which is, which I will say, from a programming standpoint, from a testing standpoint, now we have console commands and everything. Yeah. Back in the day, you didn't have. You didn't have that as much, yeah. right? So, so a lot of the codes back in the day—that's what they were for. They were for developers to say, maybe not beat the game, but it yeah. was like, can I test this and make it a little easier in my testing time frame, and then get yeah. back to coding? But that's hilarious that he straight up said, like, I couldn't beat this game, so I'm yeah. just going to create a code for it. And that code was everywhere. Yeah, all Konami, and it's even exists in something like you can. I think you can even go to like Google.com and put it in there, and it does something. There's certain websites that put yeah. it in. There's an Easter egg. Uh, you can still go back and get Thirty Lives in Contra. That's what I was gonna uh, say. I don't know anybody who beat Contra without it. No, I don't. I don't. I know someone's. I've out seen there. it on speedrunning. Sure, yeah. sure. But I don't know person. I know people who played Contra. I know people who beat Contra, but they put in the code. Of course. Yeah. Uh, so a bit of sad news. I did not to bring a bummer to anybody, but yeah, just want to throw again. It's probably a thing where you never knew this guy's name, but he definitely. If you played games in any capacity, you know the code. Yeah, uh, it's on t-shirts. He, he it's impacted your life he at some point. He did. Um, but we wouldn't be us if we didn't end on a couple Star Wars notes. I, I wore my Star Wars T-shirt. By the way, I know you couldn't see the seagulls. Stop it now. If you if you're familiar with the uh, with the bad lip reading, um, I had my to... man the coconut, <laughs> and he did, and he did, and he did. <laughs> it's it's one of my. Fa- I had to buy the shirt. So we got some Star Wars news. I will. I'll start off. I guess with the the quasi news of new star wars movie development yeah uh which which was less exciting to me than the other star wars that's that's why i want to start with this i want to start with this so uh so this is from uh director uh jd dillard and luke cage writer matt owens we don't know a lot about it but pairing this with the previous uh news and previous talk about bob Iger, which i'll talk about in a minute by the way but pairing that with with that news i feel that this may or may not be the movies that are slated for for uh, two, 2022. It may be that. It may not be. Yeah. They've been pushing so much for Disney Plus and for the streaming aspect that this could be the next Star Wars theatrical movie, or it could be a, mo- a movie or a series or something. They said movie, but... They said movie. 
maybe a direct to stream direct to disney plus movie so that was what the article speculated on i was like i just can't see disney doing that i can't see i i can see them putting out series after series yes. because that's going to keep subs going more mandalorian they want subs to keep going yeah. we just got uh i'm not there yet but they just started uh, the final season of clone wars and at the same time um the very much lesser known series that i actually enjoyed a little bit of uh, star wars resistance mm-hmm. they put season two on there this week too um they're trying to keep that sub rolling which is that's 2020 that's everybody now uh so i just can't see them putting a movie on there when even though episode nine didn't do as good as episode seven it still made a lot of money money and not only did it make a good amount of money but critically yeah people some people didn't like it or whatever Nine was better than eight. Yeah, I th- it was more Star Wars than eight. It was it was more true to to the vision of of what Star Wars should be, and I, and I know people could argue with me on that, but the the track that is that okay. so it's made over a billion. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> nothing to nothing to sneeze at. So domestic uh, fi- uh, five hundred and fourteen, and it cost was it over a little over two hundred to make know. or something? I want to say. I, I, I have no idea. We'd have to look, but I, I mean, that's that's not counting advertising. Not counting advertising. They total they made they made back. I mean, let's say two hundred, two fifty, maybe two hundred in advertising. We still they still made a, a good amount of profit off of the movie, and it's a better movie than eight. Eight's trajectory was just so different. I still say if we were in a different and eight made over <laughs> eight did, but in a, in a traject I would say in an alternate universe, if Ryan Johnson was given a side story of Star Wars, I don't think that people would be trashing it as much. Knives Out was great, by the way. I don't think you've seen it yet. No, I'm just going to straight up buy it without, without even seeing it's, it. I just know that everybody said it was so good. I'm just going to buy it on digital. It's great. I totally support it. Um, but yeah, so uh, I that I just have a gut feeling that that's what, that's what this is. But at the same time, they do have – they haven't – uh, delayed the 2022 December uh, as the next Star Wars uh, release. They haven't delayed that, so this could be that. We don't know. I just don't. I don't ever see them putting unless it's an animated movie. I can totally see that happening. Sure. Um, the the thing that gave me hope though is that uh, Luke Cage is a great show, and what he and what Patrick didn't mention show. is that uh, Agents of Shield also uh, is yeah. what the other guy worked on. That's and right. Agents of Shield is a great show. Yeah. But again, we're talking about TV show writers, TV yeah, show directors. So I, they could be doing movies. That's fine. It's a different narrative. Um, I think our attention spans are, are very different. When binge binge watching yeah. has changed the way that we view that not only movies versus TV shows, but just the way that we consume media. I'm actually really happy for weekly shows sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if uh, Better Call Saul, are you into it? I, I've watched some of the first season. I, need to watch. I know. I, I love Bob like Odenkirk. Breaking Bad, right? I do. Okay. I love Bob Odenkirk. I, think... I love Mike, I think I Better love, Call Saul is better. Yeah, I need to. I need to get. Personally, I, need to get uh, that, I know a lot of people necessarily wouldn't agree Sli- with me, but slight tangent. I'm watching it every week. Okay, and it's just not like the first week was this week, but like yeah. I'm not letting them build up. It's nice to have a thing, especially now with the kid, mm-hmm. where it's like Monday nights. It's going to be because I'm uh, I don't have cable anymore, so yeah. I, I get it the next day. I just bought the season pass. Sure. Uh, Mondays, yep. it's going to be like put the kid to bed. Let's watch, a nice let's, watch a, sure. let's watch a singular episode sure. instead of trying to like binge yeah. through a season and like because i don't know if you've ever felt this way about binging stuff where it's like 
man, this new show's out. It's on Netflix, and it's like, but there's like there's like 15 episodes, there, and like it's kind of intimidating to start. It's, it's a weird yeah. thing. It's intimidating. You don't and, cut yourself off. Yeah, and I think I think I've talked about this on the show before. Uh, before, but Whitney and I have basically had an agreement because we have we have one TV and we watch we watch movies and TV shows together. Sure. We may have things that we watch on the side, but for the most part, like one TV in the whole house. Uh, well, we have one in the in the craft room for if Whitney wants to watch Netflix or whatever. But yeah, so well, it started as uh, well. I have my uh, office right, so that kind of counts as a TV. But we watch movies and we watch TV shows as a couple. Uh, and um, when we got married, she was like, "I don't want a TV in the bedroom. I want I want to just read. I want that to be a ser- serene place where we're not watching TV until we pass out." Okay. So I, I said, okay, valid, let's do that. So we have shows that we'll watch on our own. Whitney's watching Mad Men right now. It's a great show. Um, and I'm like, that's fine. You go watch Mad Men. I'm watching Voyager right now. Okay. Random, right? Yeah. But I but I did it because I was watching someone recapping Voyager and they mentioned the first the first like episode and the yeah. setup and I, re- I realized I don't rem- I didn't remember the first episode. There's some, I, there's some great one-offs in that show. Like it's a it's a good show. It's, it's a good show. Does. Yeah, there's yeah. I will say I think Deep Space Nine is still is still better. The best. It is the best. Uh, Voyager's great. I think that um, there. I think it has some great early seasons. I think it's one of the strongest early seasons for Star Trek. If you watched uh, TNG first season, it can get rough. One of the best like mini series of episodes is uh, the Herogen and them. Uh, that I don't know if you remember that in, when uh, yeah. in Voyager yeah. where the, they take over the holodeck and like recreate all like I don't. these like war scenes. Oh, I don't. So, so, like, so I'm gonna, so I'm, gonna I'm, I'm realizing that I watched every episode of Deep Space Nine repeatedly. Right? I watched it. I watched it in syndication. I watched it when it was when it was airing. Yeah. Um, Voyager, I realized I didn't watch as much as I thought I had watched of it. So I'm watching that on my own now. Yeah. Um, but well, Whitney's watching Mad Men, or she'll watch like House Hunters and stuff. But anyways, um, it's a, it's a different way to consume media. And now we've decided that when we watch uh, shows together, if we're watching a show, we don't binge through the entire thing. But she was finding that we would bounce back and forth on shows, yeah. and we'd never finish. Which, oh, let's watch an episode of no, uh, Witcher. Six, you got to stick to a show. And then you go to something else. Yeah. May not be binging the whole night. May not be binging maybe one episode a night or something. Yeah. So we made an agreement of, no, we're going to watch one show and we'll finish it. Picard is our next one. Once once it finishes, we're going to watch Picard. <laughs> really? Aww. <laughs> Aww. Alex really likes it. I'm I'm hopeful, um, but at the same time, I know this is. You we'll know, see. There's another episode tomorrow. The la- the the most recent episode was the best episode today. Okay. Uh, so it it could have a Mandalorian situation where like there's just you the know overall, you guys should like yeah. there should have been more focus on it, on yeah. on the on the narrative. But anyways, uh, I'm not gonna go. We'll go into Picard in a couple months. Sure. Um, sure. The I just I. I've, I continue to wonder where if people just think Disney Plus is just go like it's Disney Plus just like Star Wars land. Like there's gonna be room for all the other anime stuff. I recently there watched is. Toy Story Four for the first yeah. time, which sucked. Yeah. Uh, I'm so disappointed. Uh I don't know about sucked. It I in thought comparison to okay. the first three movies. Yes. In comparison <laughs> to the first three movies, but I walked into Toy Story Three thinking Toy Story Four, sorry. I walked into the theater of Toy Story Fe- th- four. I almost said it again. Toy Story Four. I walked into the theater saying, 
this movie doesn't need to exist. I don't know why they made it. And I walked out going, okay. They told, don't know why they made it. They told there were a couple things that I enjoyed uh, I, I, that, I, that I thought were interesting um, in their in there not to spoil toy story 4 but like the way that they on disney plus yeah the way the what they did with certain characters uh the uh introduction of uh, of a certain character was really cool bringing back bo peep like i thought there were some interesting things they did with it however i still don't think that it's near one two or three and yeah. in, in quality yeah i gave it a seven <laughs> Uh, I was extremely upset. Toy Story is absolutely one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, More than Cars? I'm joking. Cars 1 is fine. Cars 1 is fine. uh, But I would put put that below A Bug's Life. Uh, Bug's Life is very underrated. underrated. Very underrated. I don't like the term overrated, but I love the term underrated. It is. It is a very underrated movie. Um, But I just wonder what else Disney... Like, I want to see what other original shows... I know that there's already a couple on there. Mm -hmm. I know there's the Jeff Goldblum Mm -hmm. thing, but I want to know the next nerdy thing. Like, I'm waiting for the Marvel shows to kick in. Sure. I can't wait for WandaVision. Okay. You know what else? What I didn't notice about WandaVision... And this is... uh, What? Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. There's another thing that... Like, not that I was trying to spoil spoil it or anything, but I randomly was, was looking through... Um, uh, IMDb. It was a it was a rabbit hole. I clicked a clicked a person, and then I clicked a show, and clicked a person. Kept yeah. going through, and uh, I was like, "Oh, what Kat, what's Cat Dennings been up to? She's going to be in it." In so we're going to see Darcy. Yeah. Oh, cool. So we're going to see Darcy. Random, and I still say that Thor should have gone after Darcy instead of uh, in, instead of Jane. Why? She's funny. It's a better like this is before Thor turned into the comedic thing oh, that he okay. is now though where because when the first Thor movie he is he is completely played straight he is totally serious and the two of them playing off each other was fun now of course that that's a little a little much yeah but plus Kat Dennings is awesome and, and it's, yeah but now of course it's different and what we've done with Thor now Thor is next like right there with iron man when it comes to the depth of the character that they did i may argue with me on that but in regards to showing his depression the the hilarity in ragnarok making fun of him but realizing that like he got through his depression and he was still worthy i thought was a really great uh, great story for endgame i feel like he was one of the better one of the more fleshed out characters in the marvel cinematic universe Uh, in comparison to watching the first two movies with him they did some amazing work Okay. Yeah, that's what I say about it. Sure. I'm not saying he's near Iron Man. I'm not saying he's not a better character than Spider-Man. No, I wasn't even saying it was more just that I just, I didn't even, I'm one of the people that didn't like the third Thor movie that much, so. I loved it. uh, Like, I know I'm in a minority on that one. Um, But to end on a completely different thing, we mentioned that reading some books, so this is going to be the first time I think that we've talked really about, like, books extensively, but I'm actually... I'm super excited. <laughs> okay, not okay. I'm excited. So the news on this is they've announced what Project Luminous is. Yeah, because they kept saying Project Luminous, and they we're talking about Star Wars. Again, we are talking about Star Wars. So Project Luminous, and there were some hints, basically saying it was some type of multimedia yeah. uh, aspect, and we didn't know exactly what it was. Project Luminous is now we know it is Star Wars: The High Order. 
Yeah. And the High Order is 200 years prior to uh, to the Phantom Before Menace. Phantom. And we're now seeing, which I, I love I loved the trailer that they did. They were saying, you know, Obi-Wan said over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights are the Guardians of the Galaxy. And yeah. we can see now the height of their of them being the Guardians of the Galaxy where, um, and not to be a pun with Marvel, but uh, we are now seeing them at their height where Phantom Menace, you are seeing them on the down. We're, you're seeing them as it collapses yeah. completely uh, or starting to collapse. It's the end. So now we get to see them in their pinnacle. Well, I have been saying for a long time I wanted to see Old Republic, but you know what? I am fine. Okay. I am totally fine with this. This is going to be uh, not only uh, adult books, yeah. young adult books, comic books. We're getting... Uh, they didn't say anything about the games. I would no. not doubt That's if we get some... Sweet. I would not doubt if we give this a little bit and then like three years, three years later, it's like... The High Republic. Yeah. Star Wars the High Knights Republic. Of the High Republic. Knights of the High Republic. There you go. You have the Old Republic. I mean, I'm 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 good with that. So I love what I absolutely love about this is this. When I was watching it, reminded me of Shadows of the Empire. Yeah, One of the Sh- great novels. Great novel. Still great. great novel, but also great game. Fantastic. Also great comic series. So wh- however you experienced it, or if you experienced it always, yeah. or, or through each version, because they each told something different and more, uh, and uh, one aspect of the story, that's what I thought about with this. I thought, you're going to get young readers who understand the story in a certain aspect. You get older readers who understand the story of an aspect. You're going to get people who read comic books that are going to get the visual aspect of it. Yeah, This is wonderful. Yeah, and there's, there's, and there's a chance that well, I'm, I'm probably out on the comic books, but there's there's a very good chance that I would consume a lot of the, the YA stuff also. I did it with like Ahsoka and stuff because yeah. I love that character. Um, They're also nice, easy reads. Yeah. Like sometimes, you know, sometimes as an adult, like Whitney's re- rereading Harry Potter. Yeah. And some sometimes you just want to finish stuff in like a day. <laughs> yeah, it's easy. I'm just going to enjoy the story and, and it's okay. Um, I read uh, I read a novel actually on, um, on Kindle. It was uh, on uh, Amazon Kindle or whatever it was a direct to uh to digital thing yeah and i realized it was a novella very short very short chapters but man it felt good and i finished it and I, I i was blasting through the chapters yeah why is the same way as an adult you can still enjoy these stories if they're written well and the the they basically had a uh all these writers come together last i guess last summer or so yeah where they all came together and said do what, what what do you want to do what do you want to see we yeah. were, we've been talking about the 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 jedi and everything but they're saying it's not just the jedi yeah we're going to get new smugglers you're going to get more of the, you're going to get all of these aspects of star wars that we love but let's take it away from the shackles of a timeline that has constrained us they said the skywalker year is over yeah. the only thing i do wonder is since it's only 200 years because like uh, from a i don't know i'm not a smart they obviously know more than me but from an intelligent perspective i would have gone back like pretty much like a thousand because with 200 years that does leave yoda um that means yoda's still around yep. and i i would love some more yoda story yoda has to be in there if i were need to do some origin man if, i don't know to me we're talking about yoda in his prime or yeah. arguably in his prime hopefully which i think i think it'll be great uh to to say that i don't think i hope that he's not 100 percent the focus they did talk about new characters yeah. and the new heroes uh they talked about the villains a little bit which i don't i won't talk about too here because i don't want to spoil too much mm. um but uh yeah, I, we just don't really like i don't remember the names of all of them i don't remember the names but i remember like the the yeah. idea of it and, and the motto if you will yeah. that they mentioned um but we're talking about new characters that are coming in and what i'm wondering here this may be a little too far back 
But I, if I were them, as we know, the Sith are not prevalent. No. But I would not doubt that the seeds of Plagueis and or his master are in here. Plagueis would be, would be too old maybe for him. Yeah. But maybe you see the seeds of the, of the, the slight rising every now and then the Sith. Obviously the Jedi don't, can't know about it. Yeah, and we don't know... We that's where a lot of this lore is going to be yeah. super fun for us. Is yeah. like we don't know what the Sith were we doing before Plagueis. Also, also, what if what if the Jedi every now and then there were some rising of Sith and the Jedi would like try to take care of it or, or quell it and then just be hush hush because yeah. it's like oh we don't want people to, to know that something else out there like that and there there's a lot of aspects to this that's exciting and it's so refreshing and new yeah that i feel like this is a playground that i think that these writers are going to enjoy and we're going to enjoy i got i just got really excited because as a kid like this is all i had like we didn't have you know you remember there's a time where the only things that we had we had three star wars movies And we had the books. Yes. And then there was video games, and too. And you rewatched those Star Wars movies. The video games started to, the, to come out again, like, in the 90s. Yeah. Like, there was Super Star Wars and stuff. But, like, that was you were just playing the movie yeah. again. We started Not getting some other Jedi, things, like uh, X-Wing and TIE Fighter yeah, and, and Dark, Dark Forces. Yeah. Like, there was those things. But, by and large, like, I, I had, I, you know, I remember getting the Jedi Academy trilogy for my birthday. I remember reading Shadows of the Empire. Yeah. I remember yeah. reading... Uh, the the now non I mean none of this is canon anymore all, but like I remember reading the the new order I remember reading about like Luke's wife yeah. and like the twins yeah. and yeah. Jason and uh, not Jason uh, what do they name the kid Anakin yeah, yeah. so yeah. Jason Jaina and Anakin yeah. yeah I remember like that was what that was yeah. like that was my Star Wars yeah. fix it like filled, I had three movies yeah. and then just a crap ton of books we had to you i mean i i remember re-watching and re-watching and re-watching the star wars movies over and over like i would put them on as as you know to as almost background music um yeah yeah but being able to we're, we're now in an era where we have a lot of different aspects yeah. of star wars now i'm hoping this starts to unify and flesh out a lot of the lore yeah where i'm hoping that similar to what they did when it came to the eu they took and the extended universe and said what do we keep what do we not yeah we could get a few things in there not that we're going to get direct character references but fleshing out the 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 jedi in their in their prime because we don't have anything in our current lore and current canon that does that it's it's refreshing yeah it's Um, very exciting but yeah that's what uh, there's got to be plenty of people who are still upset about like the, the erasing and you know to be honest i still yep. am too but i've moved on i've accepted the fact that we're yep. not going to get uh those kids mm-hmm. i've accepted the fact that we're not going to get luke's wife who, yep. who is also awesome like i i, I won't even say her name yeah uh I, I've, I've accepted that we're not going to get a lot of those stories but we're going to get new stories and since disney's never letting go of star wars we should now know that like unless they just decide to erase it again in like 20 years yeah. that this is what we get and yeah. so i i will probably you know unless the books are just not good which i can't see it happening i will be buying probably most of these yeah. books and this yeah. will probably be like what i read for the foreseeable future <laughs> as they start like yeah coming out i'm pumped yeah. uh for that to happen you don't think because you said that you don't think we'll ever see her i have a feeling that we may see her in mandalorian 
but she doesn't exist. I have a feeling okay. that they that we're talking about John Favreau here, sure. who is like, you know what? I love Star Wars. I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna do Star Wars the way Star Wars should be, and I wouldn't put it past him to be like, you know what? We're gonna have we're gonna have her pop in there. We're gonna have we're gonna have She's just not gonna possibility. She may or may not be connected, and there's still a possibility of a young Luke Skywalker. So Liz, baby. That's what I, that's what I really. Mean. I I would love that. I know that people are talking about Rosario Dawson and a few. There's one. I don't care. I just, I don't, I just want her life. Yeah, exactly. I want. I want to see a Tegruda. Like yeah, more like we've only seen her, um, one in the um, uh, for uh, Shakti like yeah. once. Yes. Yeah. So it'd be it would be great. So I'm 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 hopeful. I think it's a great trajectory for it. But let us know in the comments what you think about that as we kind of wrap up. Let us know yeah. in the comments what do you think about the High Order? Do you want to see the these characters pop up in Mandalorian because that's kind of the last vestige of of the of canon of of, of the Skywalker saga? Yeah. What do you think? You think they'll do it? Be cool. Yeah. But we hope you guys have a good night. Hope you enjoyed have this. Uh, I'm sure he'll throw in some video or something later yeah. to uh, to make it cool if you're watching this on YouTube. But uh, Always good to have you in Texas, always, man. Always. We'll see you later. Okay, bye. bye.